presented by Kroger and Albertsons Companies. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghuman Avalin. It's Thursday. Today's show, an update on House Dem leadership. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Since Election Day, the drama in the House had been concentrated on the GOP side, as Kevin McCarthy tries to overcome a MAGA world mutiny to get the Speaker's gavel. And Democrats smoothly elect three new leaders to succeed Nancy Pelosi, Steny Hoyer, and Jim Clyburn. But it turns out things aren't all kumbaya in the House Dem caucus. Amid some Democrats' discontentment about Clyburn's insistence on staying in leadership, Representative David Cicilline has decided to challenge him for the assistant leader job. That's a vote that'll happen later today. And then there's an intense whisper campaign happening behind the scenes about a bid from Representative Tony Cardenas to head the DCCC, one that compiles ugly past allegations about sexual assault, as well as new alleged connections to a man known as the boogeyman of porn. First, let's start with Clyburn. Most Democrats expected him to gracefully step aside with Pelosi and Hoyer. And his insistence on remaining in leadership bigfooted Colorado Representative Joe Neguse, forcing the young up-and-coming black Democrat to abandon his own bid for caucus chair. Time political correspondent Molly Ball tweeted Wednesday, When I interviewed Pelosi, Hoyer, and Clyburn for my book, Clyburn was the only one to predict that all three of them would leave at once. Now, he's the only one trying to stay in leadership. For his part, Cicilline, who is gay, has told colleagues his candidacy is less about Clyburn than his desire to see someone from the LGBTQ community have a voice in Democratic leadership. Cicilline wrote in a Dear Colleague letter, It is critical that the House Democratic leadership team fully reflect the diversity of our caucus and the American people. He also explained that a sense of duty compelled him to run. Even so, Cicilline's bid is a long shot. Clyburn is a senior member of the powerful Congressional Black Caucus, which boasts about 60 members who often band together to throw their weight around within the party. That's way, plus his cachet as a kingmaker in Joe Biden's 2020 campaign will make him very difficult to dislodge, and has led to some Democrats to speculate that Cicilline might pull out before the election. And then there's the DCCC drama. There's an interesting backstory to the caucus's decision Wednesday to let Minority Leader-elect Hakeem Jeffries choose the new chair of the DCCC rather than having the caucus elect the position. We're told from several senior Democrats that while the idea to make it an appointed post has been floating around for a while, many lawmakers looked at the two main contenders openly seeking the post, Cardenas and California Representative Ami Barra, and effectively said, no thanks. Shortly after Election Day, our colleague Nicholas Wu reported that Cardenas, who ran Bold Pack, the Congressional Hispanic Caucus's political arm had locked down a substantial amount of support for the DCCC job. But in the weeks since, headlines from his past have circulated among Dem lawmakers and operatives, including an allegation from a woman who claimed that Cardenas molested her when she was a teenager. That's an accusation he denies, and which was the subject of a lawsuit that was later dropped. And then there's his association with Mark Handel, the so-called boogeyman of porn. Last week, William Bretterman from The Daily Beast reported that Handel, a politically connected real estate developer, who raised money for Cardenas and acted as, what Bretterman writes, liaison to the larger Los Angeles real estate community, also moonlighted as a director of violent pornography and has been accused of repeatedly physically abusing women. Handel is under federal indictment for alleged financial misdeeds. There's a connection between the allegations. Back in 2018, the LA Times reported, citing court records, that the woman who accused Cardenas of sexual assault said the congressman had secured a place for her family to live rent-free, and that Handel covered the expense. Worth noting, the Cardenas denies that as well. Meanwhile, a trailer to a documentary about the Cardenas' allegations has been circulating. In a statement of playbook, he denies the accusations. 
Nothing is new, and frankly, everything has been publicly resolved, refuted, or dropped. Voters are focused on kitchen table issues, not unfounded claims and distorted information by amateur operatives desperate for committee contacts. Regardless of whether the allegations are true, some Democrats fretted that if Cardenas were to head the DCCC, Republicans would latch onto any accusation against Cardenas and use it to slime the whole party come 2024. Here's a question, who's behind the resurfacing of these old allegations? Allies of Cardenas suspect it's coming from DCCC hopeful Barra. Worth noting that Travis Horn, a spokesman for Barra's office, said they had nothing to do with this. For his part, Barra also has associations with Scandal. His father spent time in prison for funneling at least $260,000 in illegal contribution straw donations to Barra's 2010 and 2012 congressional campaigns. The Barra was cleared of any propriety that, too, is giving Democrats heartburn. Said one Democratic aide, if someone had emerged as a consensus candidate for the DCCC post, this rules change probably wouldn't have passed. If you're going to put your name forward for a position like this, you have to expect that any whisper of a scandal will be a problem. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 9 a.m. Eastern. The Bidens will have the official arrival ceremony of the Macrons on the South Lawn, with Vice President Kamala Harris and second gentleman Doug Emhoff also attending. Afterward, Biden and Macron will have a bilateral meeting in the Oval Office and will hold a joint press conference in the East Room. The Senate is in today. CFTC Chair Rostin Benham will testify before the Agriculture Committee at 10 a.m. on the FTX collapse. The House will meet at noon to take up a variety of bills, with first and last votes predicted between 2.30 and 4.30 p.m. Pelosi will hold her weekly press conference at 10.45 a.m. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Manabalan. Have a good Thursday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Kroger's merger with Albertsons Companies will provide compelling benefits to associates, customers, and communities by establishing a more competitive alternative to large non-union retailers and expanding access to fresh, affordable food. With Albertsons Companies, Kroger will build on its track record of supporting associates by investing $1 billion to continue raising associate wages and comprehensive benefits. The companies also plan to invest $500 million to lower prices and $1.3 billion to improve the customer experience helping customers save on products they love.